0: And, like, I've made pretty cute garments, okay? Like, my shirt is, it's cute. I made, like, a cute little jean skirt that has, like, a white diamond print on it. I made this really cute, like, orange jacket. I've been making some cute shit. Yeah, take a release breath.
1: Yeah, for those of you who don't know, just all of you, I've been encountering some serious technical difficulties and it's really pissing me off. But it's all right. I'm going to try and bring We're myself gonna push back. Through. Mm-hmm. I have my tea. That's good. Mm-hmm. How are you?
0: Um, I'm doing well. Um, excited. And also anxious because I'm going to be traveling next week and the week oh, after yeah. and like the week after. So I'm kind of like panicking about that. But Wait,
1: I thought it was only two times.
0: I mean, I'm going to uh, North Carolina for work right after I get back from Milwaukee.
1: And you are I'm in
0: Milwaukee again. Yes. Oh my God.
1: Wait, when?
0: Literally like two days after I get back from Milwaukee, I'm leaving again.
1: Oh, did they book you like a dog-friendly hotel or something? No. Oh, who's watching Sherry?
0: I'm just going to put her in boarding because it's for a whole week.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> I was like, did I miss dates or something? I was supposed to be watching her because... <laughs> no. Her gunky gets to watch her for, what's it, a total of like six days in August? Seven? I don't know. <laughs> I'm kind of allowing to myself to get excited. Like at first, I was nervous because she can be a little rambunctious, and I was really nervous about like, like the first few hours, like when she realizes you're gone. Um, but honestly, at this point, the thing I'm most nervous about, I think, is sleeping in your bed because I don't know what your bed what's wrong with like. my
0: bed. Oh my god! I don't.
1: I've never laid in it. I don't know if it's going to be uncomfortable. I don't know if I'm going to sleep on a cloud. It's
0: like the same bed <laughs> I had in my last apartment that you went to one remember, time yeah,
1: i don't remember <laughs> laying on that <laughs> um
0: um it's good enough for yeah. me
1: <laughs> i was gonna okay. say that's not saying much but that sounded really mean in my that's head really rude yeah <laughs> what am i super rude um well i hope you managed to have fun on your travels i suppose
0: i would like to have fun but i don't know it just gives me so much anxiety i don't know
1: why because like, you're leaving sherry behind or just like you don't like travel? yeah
0: mostly because i'm leaving sherry behind and like this is going to be a lot that i'm leaving her behind which i know it'll be good for her like she needs to just you know like get over it um <laughs> <laughs> which honestly i i've never really had her have any issues when i leave her like anytime i leave her like with onboarding she does really good um the only time that she's ever had a problem was like last summer when she was still like she was less than a year old and she was already like not feeling good so when I left her like she just got worse so it's fine (laughs) I'll be fine um it's just hard because I feel bad too I'm gonna be gone three out of the four weeks of the month so I'm like
1: we're gonna go on little adventures I hope you do probably not it'll be like emotional adventures it'll be emotional
0: adventures yeah like
1: by the time I don't know about the first time because it's only what like two and a half three days
0: yeah, I'm going to leave. I'm leaving on a Tuesday and coming back on Thursday.
1: Yeah. But the second time, like a little bit longer, I'm telling you, by the time you get back from that one, the bond, the Shuri, <laughs> Zach Bond is going to be stronger than it ever has before. Or you could come back and I'll just be like sitting on the floor sobbing like, oh, thank God. Oh, my
0: God. Okay. Well, I don't
1: think it'll be that bad. And I know
0: Nick has told me in the past that he will help you. So oh, yeah. <laughs> So it'll be fun. Yeah. But I just hate being away from home. I mean, I I guess in a way I'm looking forward to my PTO blackout because then I know, but even then, I don't even know if I'm gonna be staying here because I might have to travel again. So it's like it's a lot.
1: Okay. This might be easy for me to say, like from the outside looking in, but you know, Nick definitely travels more for work, but like you're traveling for work. Like I wanna, I wanna travel for work. Like I wanna go somewhere for work.
0: I mean it's nice (laughs) getting like going somewhere and not having to pay for it yeah
1: like I but it's do just that. there's
0: like a slight inconvenience because it's not like you get to choose when and where you go you know I guess but like like if they were like oh we'll pay for you to go on a tropical vacation for a week I'd be like oh hell yeah
1: well, obviously <laughs> I don't know Jamie if you're listening to this I think we need to have, go to some like business development conference it doesn't even have to be an exotic locale like I will happily travel to like Omaha
0: um <laughs> I don't think you would happily. I don't think anybody would happily travel to <laughs> Omaha. But you're I, right. I am just, you.
1: I'm just jealous of the work travel. So I just thought of a random, banal location. No shade if you're from Omaha. I've actually never been. A little shade, but <laughs> okay. Anyway, Nebraska
0: like wants to be in the Midwest so bad, and I personally it don't is do in it. the Midwest. I personally feel like it's not.
1: <laughs> I personally think you're wrong.
0: <laughs> I mean. It kind of is, but it also
1: isn't. Like, Isn't it a part of that little soldier man, the soldier man of states?
0: Right. That's the problem that I you have. I feel like anything west of Minnesota is not the Midwest.
1: All right. Well, we're going to table that <laughs> um, because we should really get on with this because there's definitely a lot to discuss. Um, okay. First, I do want to shout out uh, the Glee version once again the podcast I share with Nick, because mm-hmm. our first episode dropped today. And well, when mm-hmm. you guys are listening to this, it won't be today. It'll be two days ago. It dropped today, Tuesday, um, but it's out now. And uh, Apple podcast is being annoying. So oh. it won't be on there for a, a minute, like like over a week, probably, according to wow. Apple, but it's on wow. Spotify. And as we know, that's the most used. So that's what matters. Totally. Yeah. You should go listen to it. You don't have to listen Me? to your own voice. Yeah. <laughs> I have to listen to your voice. <laughs> <I'm
0: just kidding.
1: laughs> wow. I just don't
0: listen to podcasts anymore. I don't know why. Can you at least come
1: <laughs> follow us and rate us? Sure. You gotta I guess. you gotta like quote listen to an episode to rate, but you could just scrub oh, the thing really? all the way to the that's end. That's hilarious. You can Wait, just, I love that that's a thing.
0: Yeah, just scrub I mean, it to the sense. end. Cheat. <laughs> I guess it like per- I guess it's a dumb prevention because yeah, you could just like go to the end but it prevents people from trolling
1: hey i'm not mad about it so we'll see but anyway we really need to get started Um, okay let's get started on this news let's so interesting story to begin with apparently (laughs) uh, a lot of clinics have been seeing requests for vasectomies triple or even quadruple in the wake of roe v Wade being overturned and there have been lots of tiktoks about guys' vasectomy experiences going viral with like millions of views and I just wanted to talk about it because I find this very interesting and the vice story I was reading about it even said that um, women are saying that they can see guys touting this on their dating profiles like oh I got a vasectomy and that's the part of it where I'm like "Mm, not them doing this for clout or for uh for the really <laughs> no
0: literally I think I, th- I think they will be doing it for the club
1: like I don't want to believe that that's what's driving all these men to do it but I feel like sadly it is a mix of that slash like not wanting to be held responsible well I so feel like
0: I was gonna say I feel like it's part of it is yeah they think it, I think they think that they're just like stepping up and doing something in a situation where like us as women like can't really do a lot so they're like they think that they're gonna be like the hero and be like oh let me get a vasectomy since my girl can't get an abortion uh. yeah and it's like great thanks but also like <laughs> way to make it about you of course
1: <laughs> yeah especially with these tiktoks i watched one of them and it came across as very like like i'm doing god's work not not like in a christian right. way but you know like the but, whole like yeah, holier but- than thou type of thing yeah
0: yeah It's just like, okay, please sit down. This was literally never about you. (laughs) Also, I've been seeing a lot of people like pushing for mandatory vasectomies, which Mm. I just need to say this. um, That is not the answer because that is not bodily autonomy.
1: Exactly. And so (laughs) I don't
0: really know why people think that that's like a good thing to say. They're like, mandatory vasectomies now. Like, sure, what I like- (laughs) <laughs> if like something happened where like there were laws passed that would regulate the male body, but um there aren't, and there probably will not be, and there shouldn't be.
1: So <laughs> exactly, I just feel bad that we've gotten to this point where like there's nothing wrong with vasectomies, obviously, right. but the fact that Go we got to a, a point where in in order to like re- give relief to women, now there's this expectation right. that something else has to be taken away. And it's sad because I'm sure like a lot of guys are doing this again for for whatever reason, but like it kind of like you might be feeling this way now, but what if you want to have like kids later? Well,
0: vasectomies are reversible. They baby. are. Yes, that's why I, so many people are getting that. <laughs>
1: wait, I genuinely did not know that, and the okay. story did not mention that.
0: This is now. This is the thing, though. You know, it's like a and another thing. And don't don't fight me on this because I know you like to tussle um, me. No, no. that's oh. A, oh, my God. That was a TikTok reference. Oh, um, that's the thing. Vasectomies are reversible. They've always been there. Doctors have always been willing them to, um, to perform them on men, regardless of their age, whereas like women are never allowed to get their tubes tied. Women are never allowed to get hysterectomies unless, you know, they're over a certain age or have a certain amount of kids. And so it's just like, this has always been an option for you. Why does birth control always have to fall on women when like that's just there for you?
1: Exactly. Yeah. Well, I learned something new today. Did not know they were reversible. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Obviously this does not affect me because I do not plan on communicating with a (laughs) woman. (laughs) Um, Anyway, let's move on. Speaking of Roe v. Wade, uh, after that was overturned, there have been stories about how the Oklahoma metropolitan library system has been receiving instructions from like branch managers and from like their local governments uh, instructing librarians and other library workers to avoid using the word abortion and to not help patrons locate abortion related information on either library computers or their own devices And the workers were warned that they could be held legally liable and face penalties under the state's abortion laws. And I wanted to read a portion of the memo that was leaked onto Reddit. It says, if a staff member gives any information on how to obtain an abortion, then that person may be found personally liable and will also make MLS liable. MLS is the Metropolitan Library System. Um, Civil penalties include a $10,000 fine plus jail time and the staff member will lose their job due to being misinformed, uh, or due to misinforming patrons and disregarding the warning provided by MLS, like what? that's
0: dramatic.
1: <laughs> yes, apparently there was also part of the memo that said that, or that was warning librarians to be wary of people that will try and trick them into giving information, and that they what? should report these people to the authorities. They Jesus like this Christ! This is the
0: worst thing. Oh my God! We're like living in the Salem witch trials all over again.
1: It's like, a, it's a combination of a lot of things. It's very big brother. Um, <laughs> I just, I just find this appalling. I and, and you know, I don't like censorship. I feel like censorship, oh, regardless of not
0: like censorship, you guys, he hates it.
1: Well, the whole fucking reason why libraries were founded and invented or whatnot was to promote the spread of knowledge. And so I, right. I would think that they should be one of the only like safe havens one of the bastions in all this craziness but apparently yeah. not and now librarians are being uh incentivized yeah. to keep you, their jobs by reporting people who just want information on abortions
0: we need uh pr- hashtag private libraries but not private libraries because libraries like you said like a, a hub for information should be government funded but also it's like if the government gonna do all that fine i'll have my own goddamn library
1: yeah, we already have private libraries, and they're called Christian reading rooms. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Liberal <laughs> private library. <laughs>
1: uh, but yeah, this is this is upsetting. Um, I would not be surprised if we hear more about this from other states and metropolitan library systems besides Oklahoma. But I guess shouldn't be surprised also, that it's like, coming from Oklahoma.
0: I, I was lip, that was you just took the words out of my mouth. Oklahoma is one of the wackest states. It's Oklahoma, Florida, and Indiana, in my opinion. In my opinion.
1: Yeah, Florida's fucking whack. The wackest state. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, let's move on. You know what? I I don't know why I put the these stories in this order, but I want to end on something positive. So I'm gonna talk about oh. some some uh, one more iffy thing before I get to the fun thing. Okay. So sure. did you see this video that was playing during the the January 6th select committee is still ongoing and Mm -hmm. I believe this was the last um meeting they had they played quote bloopers from yeah like when Trump addressed the nation finally after hours of chaos at the capitol that day um they obtained like the the bloopers like that's really what it is like the cut footage no, that it didn't make really to the is. final thing did you watch it
0: i did people on TikTok were like not them releasing the blooper reel because like <laughs> literally so, i yeah. couldn't help but laugh because i was just like what in the hell is this like what have we really gotten to this point where our pre- former president said the word yesterday was difficult for him
1: it's so embarrassing i think the <laughs> the worst part about it is how he really just He's so committed to this idea of not acknowledging
0: that the election, the election was over. Yeah.
1: But it's almost like when you watch it, I, I would think that this would maybe open more people's eyes. Well, I would think that a lot of things would open right. people's you, eyes. But that you happened. Would think. Yeah. But um, it, it's almost like when you watch the bloopers, you get the feeling that he knows that like the election was like you know, there was nothing faulty or iffy going on right. the election. You get the sense that he knows that, but he he knows that his base thrives off of that, of the big lie. So he's right. trying to keep that up. And so when he's saying things like oh, there's a totally. quote, when he says, I just want to say Congress has certified the results without saying the election's over. Is that okay? Right. He knows what he's doing. It. He's like yeah.
0: purposefully crafting what his message will be to play into what he knows his followers will believe. And it's like, that's literally, you're being manipulated by someone who has a lot of power
1: yeah it's embarrassing i mean it is kind of it's like darkly funny when you watch it right yes you can laugh at it it but then you're like
0: dystopian like it feels like that's something that came out of a a movie uh that's like satire uh but it's not exactly (laughs) yeah it's real life
1: yeah very shocking. is it real
0: life or are we just (laughs) in a movie that's satire i don't i genuinely don't know anymore the lines are so blurred yeah maybe that's why i don't look up was so bad oh
1: (laughs) <laughs> I was just thinking of that when you said that, I was like, "Ooh, don't look up." Um, anyway, let's move on to the happy thing. My last okay. story. This made me like really happy yesterday when I read it. I'm so, imagining you reading it like. <laughs> I, I don't think the mic picked it up at all because of how high oh, pitched no. it was, but <laughs> Yili just squealed, and that was kind of like me because it was revealed, you guys, there are apparently forty percent more tigers in the world than we previously thought. So. Um this is up from a number in 2015, but there could be anywhere between 3,700 and almost 5,600 tigers currently wow, living tigers. in the world. That's a lot of tigers. That is um, a lot of tigers. That's a lot of tigers. Um, they're still endangered, uh, sadly, but this is still something to smile about. Um, and so apparently a lot of this increase is because there have been improvements in like monitoring their numbers. Uh, Hmm. I want to read a quote from Luke Hunter, who's the executive director of the Wildlife Conservation Society's Big Cat Program. Oh, shit. They
0: have separate executive directors?
1: Yeah. He said, a fairly significant chunk of that 40% increase is explained by the fact that we're better at counting them, that many governments in particular have really sort of moved heaven and earth to do massive scale surveys and besides the better counting methods of course you can also attribute the higher tiger numbers to an increase in conservation efforts by um the governments that they live in and i just think that's cool because it shows that like hey conservation works
0: Mm -hmm.
1: you know if you actually protect an animal odds are the numbers will go up and i just think that's cool and something to smile about we love tigers
0: we love tigers yay i wish we had a soundboard because i would
1: that played like a rock. Oh, I was going to do a
0: round of applause sound. Oh,
1: <laughs> that too. Yeah. Um I mean, they will tear your shit up. Don't fuck with them. But we love tigers.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, hey, Siegfried and Roy,
1: one of them got <laughs> mauled. Sorry. <laughs> oh,
0: oh, my God. Could I not have brought that up?
1: <laughs> we were supposed to end on a happy note.
0: Oh, sorry.
1: <laughs> <God> damn. <laughs> I guess i brought up the the violent nature of tigers let's just move on let's talk about music okay news is over
0: yeah sorry i ended on (laughs) (laughs) okay well i guess this is good news um after he was basically snubbed not basically he was literally and purposefully snugged and snugged
1: snubbed (laughs) (laughs) maybe someone did snug him
0: snubbed at the BET awards Lil Nas X ties with Jack Harlow and Kendrick Lamar for like the most VMA nominations this year so the 2022 VMAs released their nominations which I don't know about you but I fucking love the VMAs because they are just the most batshit crazy of they the really like, are. award ceremonies and I put that in quotes because it's i would say it's like not prestigious but for some reason it's like such a huge pop culture moment like the red carpet everybody pops off uh the performances everybody I, pops. i off. feel
1: like the performances are actually usually much better than like even the grammys like no, think of real think of televised musical performances that aren't the super bowl for the last like 10 years and a lot of them are from the vmas
0: think about televised pop culture moments in general
1: Oh, yeah. A Miley, of, what's like, good?
0: <laughs> Miley, what's good? Taylor, I'm gonna let you finish. Uh, Britney Spears with the snake. Like, come oh, on. Madonna. Like, so much shit has happened at the VMA, and it's, like, historical. So I'm very excited. <laughs> I love
1: the VMAs. Clearly. VMA. <laughs> when do they air?
0: I don't know. Wow, I thought <laughs> you loved September. the
1: VMAs.
0: <laughs> Hold on. Let me see if I can find it really quick. Um, Usually it's, like, in, in September like uh hold on it's probably at the end of this article that's a long ass article (laughs) oh my god they put every single nomination on this article jesus christ i can't find it y'all google is free okay (laughs) (laughs) okay um next story that i have is not really anything super like crazy but just nice to note that lizzo's song is about damn time leads the hot 100 for the first time she beat harry styles this week so wow good for her and she i thought this was interesting she jumped from number 14 to number one on the artist 100
1: it's because her album came out
0: yes it's because her album came out but like that's a that's a decent jump so good for her
1: it is yes
0: okay now here's a little juicy piece of news (laughs) Um,
1: (laughs) I'm sorry. I just love referring to it as a juicy little piece of news.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, um, Britney Spears and Elton John have allegedly secretly recorded a duet version of his 1972 hit Tiny Dancer. And so if this is true, this would be Britney Spears' return to music for the first time in, what does it say, more than six years. Imagine?
1: What an an odd project. Like what an odd thing to come back with. (laughs) I know
0: it's one of those things that it's like, who asked for this? First of all, (laughs) second of all, um, did we need this as a society? I'm not sure, but at this point we, I don't know what we need. So maybe, (laughs) maybe we do need this. Um, but it is, yeah. What a way to come back if it's true. Yeah, I don't really know how this was obtained, how this information was obtained but by Page Six, but um, we'll see. I guess we'll see if it comes true. Yeah. <laughs> okay, now to the, like, really batshit crazy things that happened this weekend. Oh. Um, If you didn't know, this Rolling Loud music festival in Miami happened, and there was some, like, weird shit that went down. So let me tell you all about it. Uh, Kid Cudi replaced Kanye West at the festival after he dropped out just like a couple of days before the festival. Mm-hmm. Um, but then Kid Cudi ended up walking off stage pretty early into his set because people wouldn't stop throwing things at him. People were throwing like water bottles and like just shit at his face. So Why? he said, I'm going to because people are wild. and
1: You know what he needed? I know we talked about he this IRL, the Lady Gaga. The Lady Ga- <laughs> you guys, Nick showed this to me. There's a clip going on on Twitter because she started oh her Chromatica ball. My favorite story. I, I need to know what this technology is, but there's a video of someone trying to throw like a shirt at her and it literally just stops in <laughs> the just air. Just, <laughs> I want to know what is going on. You can't yeah, see a reflection. You can't see. you can't see mesh. What is this? She's super it's, it's a conspiracy.
0: <laughs> oh my God. She's shaking her bed
1: no she can't believe that lady gaga has force field powers right all right sorry what did you say
0: (laughs) okay let me read this direct quote okay kid cuddy said yo i will walk off this stage if you all throw one more fucking thing at me here i will leave i will leave right now throw one more fucking thing on this stage and i'll walk off i'm not fucking playing i'm not fucking playing (laughs) You will ruin it for everybody. I'll fucking leave if I get hit one more fucking thing.
1: Let me guess. Someone threw a water bottle immediately <laughs> afterward.
0: If I see one more fucking thing on this fucking stage, I'm leaving. Don't fuck with me. And then immediately after, somebody threw a water bottle and he left. <laughs> Which is not <laughs> funny because we should not throw things at Kid Cudi, But
1: It's <laughs> pretty <laughs> funny. Kind of
0: yeah. So that happened. And then in this, this article literally said, around the same time that Kid Putty ended his set, Lil Durk was performing at another stage at Rolling Loud where Kanye West made a surprise appearance.
1: <laughs> Did you say Lil Dirt? Who's Lil that? Lil Durk.
0: D-U-R-K, oh, D-U-R-K. I've
1: never heard of this person.
0: Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, Yeah, so Ye came on stage and that happened across the field at the other stage. A little bit of like weird (laughs) irony there. Um, But also then after I heard that news, I saw a TikTok of somebody from somebody who was like right there on the stage and they like really recorded like Kanye's face. And they were like, y'all, that is not Kanye West. But he was like, you know how how he's been wearing like all black outfits with like ski masks and shit. Like that's what he had on on stage. So people are like now kind of debating, I guess, if it was really him or if it was just like somebody standing there as him. Interesting. I don't know, but. Conspiracy. Yeah, very interesting. So that's what happened at Rolling Loud this weekend. Um, Glad I wasn't there.
1: (laughs) If we were, we would have been laughing.
0: I just don't know if I can (laughs) ever go to a music festival ever again. (laughs) One that's not like orderly, like how Summerfest is.
1: I would just always be, well, first of all, I already have a fear of being in crowds and then you add the whole like astral world happened on top of right, it. Well,
0: right. I feel like music festivals are just like Lollapalooza. Like, I don't know. The really big ones are just not organized enough for me to feel comfortable going in there.
1: Mm-mm, definitely chaotic. Yep. Not worth it.
0: Definitely not worth mm-hmm. it. But that's all I had for music. So,
1: wow. Okay. Well, you okay. guys, we have lots. <laughs> we have yeah, lots to go into. Yeah, you really way- went off. Okay, first of all, fucking Comic-Con happened this weekend. The first <laughs> Comic-Con in like two years yeah. or something. So there's definitely a lot to discuss. It's worth it. It's
0: okay. I feel really good for you.
1: So before we get to Comic-Con, I have a couple of other things. Um, speaking of Marvel, though. So Jamie oh Lee Curtis, uh, earlier this year when she was doing press for Everything Everywhere All at Once, aka one of the greatest movies ever made, um, <clears throat> she started a little like playful war with Marvel. Um, because, of course, Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness came out uh, not too much after Everything Everywhere. And so she started a little beef. She was like, oh, our movie's better, blah, blah, whatever. So, anyway, she recently had an interview with People. And I just wanted to read some ex- excerpts of this interview because I think it's funny. She said, I have nothing against Marvel as an entity, I've seen a lot of Marvel movies. What I was talking about is that Everything Everywhere All at Once was a little movie that could, and we were able to tell a multiverse story that really touched people. What I was trying to talk about was it doesn't have to be a Marvel movie in order to be a spectacle and to really move you. Honestly, I can't imagine. She's not wrong. She's not wrong honestly this is jamie lee speaking on me oh okay okay honestly (laughs) i can't imagine that they will ever come calling because i kicked up some dust but i'm a collaborating artist i work with a lot of people on a lot of different things and if the role is interesting and if i could bring what i do to it of course i would work with marvel what am i going to do say no of course (laughs) Uh
0: (laughs) she was like what am i supposed to do not get my bag uh now, I have a question for you really quick. What? If J.B. Lee Curtis were asked to be in the MCU, In you, coming from your comic book knowledge and passion, oh. who do you think ideally she would be?
1: Like a role that doesn't exist yet. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, it's tough because based on the last thing she said, here, let me think about this when I say the last quote oh, okay. because sorry, it sorry. factors into this. Oh she okay. said, she continued to say, but I would find it hard to imagine that Marvel's going to figure out something to do with a 64-year-old woman. I'm afraid <laughs> if I do a Marvel movie, they're gonna they're gonna stick dots all over me and make me act <laughs> by myself in a warehouse somewhere. <laughs> She's- so funny <laughs> girl uh, so it sounds i'm confused with her mission because usually when someone says like oh if marvel called me i'd do it it's because they want to be in an mcu movie right she's like but then, wink
0: wink but wink then,
1: she, then she's like don't put dots on me don't cast <laughs> me as an old lady so that in mind i don't she's want 64? to 64 yeah i feel like she's still snapping I know. I don't want to pigeonhole Miss Curtis into right. an older role, and I don't want to pigeonhole her into a role where she gets dots stuck all over her. So well,
0: you know, uh, she won't know about this discussion. So you could really put <laughs> <Okay>. her anywhere.
1: <laughs> okay, but I'm like really thinking because, of course, Marvel is is far and and reaching now. Um, huh. You see, you really put me on the spot with this one. I'm thinking of like upcoming projects yeah. where she would fit nicely into, I feel like she could work in like Fantastic Four as maybe like, oh, but I don't know. See, we need more roles for women of a certain age. That's what Jamie's saying. And that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Can't wow. think of anything.
0: Okay, that is bogus.
1: I know let's just (sighs) speaking of people getting cast in things this Mm -hmm. was very exciting news to me so i don't know if you remember but like what feels like eons ago i think this was (laughs) disney investor day in like fall of 2020 oh Um, my god they announced the star wars series called the Acolyte, um which i'm very interested in because it actually takes place like Earliest on the timeline out of any of Star Wars projects that have z- existed thus far, it's supposed to take us right. all the way back to the inception of the Sith. And I think that sounds super that dope. pretty cool. Yeah. And the showrunner behind Russian Doll is doing this. And mm. I didn't watch season two yet, but season one of Russian Doll is excellent. So I've been excited about this. And now I'm more excited because they announced that Amanda Stenberg will be the star of this series. And I just think that's cool because I think. Uh, I don't actually know their pronouns because they identify as non binary. But that's dope that we get a non binary star of a Star Wars project. No,
0: that is dope. And it's a Black person. Yes. That's the kicker right there.
1: Yes. So let's just hope it's not boring. Like the Star Wars shows have tended to skew.
0: Yes, definitely. I feel like maybe they're hearing us, they're hearing our critiques, and they're they're adapting. That's what I like to, that's what I'm telling myself. I'm like, they're listening. Mm-hmm. They sure as hell be active as fuck on Twitter, so <gasps> hopefully they, they're reading some of them tweets in their replies, because we got critiques, Star Wars, yep. Lucasfilm, we're looking at you.
1: Yeah, but this is also good news, because hopefully this means they'll be shooting soon, because... I just want, again, I want a Star Wars show that's interesting. Right. To me, the Star promise. Wars.
0: The Star Wars fandom is starving.
1: Yeah. Star, star, starving.
0: Oh, starving. Thing.
1: Anyway, uh, so Comic Con, before we get on to Marvel and its complete dominance, I did want to touch on the DC. Oh. <laughs> uh, so I thought it was funny because even though they have the Flash and Aquaman 2 skill, still scheduled to come out next year, they I don't know how they're going to do all those. that. They yeah, I don't touch know. those with a 10 foot pole because, for those of you don't know, Ezra Miller, who stars in The Flash, is the on biggest the rampage, problem. On yes. a rampage,
0: terrorizing the islands of Hawaii.
1: yeah So I'm so curious what they're going to do with that because you can't just cancel a movie that you spent hundreds of millions of dollars on.
0: I truly feel bad for them. Like, <laughs> their studio is just cursed. It's like every time they do, like, their curse and then i'm sure as you were going to get to like amber heard is supposed to Mm -hmm. be in um aquaman Aquaman. and although we we as a collective have declined to comment on the whole amber heard johnny deb situation regardless it's not looking good for either (laughs) of them
1: yeah i we did talk about it briefly some weeks ago stop being Uh,
0: misogynists
1: the thing with the comment we had is it is the comment we had the thing with this though is that she's enough of a side character that apparently she can be easily edited out and they're not can she? i've i've heard that they're not sure if they're gonna do that yet but like ezra miller is a real problem because they are the star <laughs> of the flash but anyway dc didn't touch on those at all during their panel and interestingly enough they also there was no mention of wonder woman
0: good (laughs) as you know we just talked about this last week we We don't give a fuck about
1: (laughs) yeah i'm fine with um
0: were they planning another wonder woman movie
1: apparently patty jenkins was hired to do a third one
0: girl why i don't know if anything they should just do a rebrand get rid of everything throw the whole thing away
1: (laughs) see i don't know about the whole thing because one thing i did want to talk about is the things they did show they showed uh, another teaser for Black Adam. We've already had a trailer for that and it looks fine. Not very exciting to me. They have the whole like, it takes place in the Middle East and they have the yellow filter on it. Yeah. Again, they should. Um,
0: it's so easy to just Google why that, why you shouldn't do that.
1: Yeah. But one thing I am excited by, did you ever see the first Shazam? No. Okay. But I know it
0: was very comical.
1: The first is Shazam is like surprisingly great. I really enjoyed that film. And we finally got our first trailer for Shazam Fury of the Gods, which is the sequel. It comes out around Christmas time and it looks really good. And I'm actually like excited to watch that. It's the same director and writers, I believe, uh, and women as the villains, you got Helen Mirren, Lucy Liu we and do Rachel like Zegler. Female yeah.
0: That's pretty, that's pretty fucking awesome.
1: And they're powerful. And yeah. I think that's cool.
0: Oh, I support women's rights and women's wrongs.
1: And I will support all these women's wrongs. I love that. Yeah, I I think I definitely will be seeing this in the theater. Like, I'm excited. I like the first one. I'm excited for you. But anyway, let's get into, as Illy likes to say, the big kahuna. Um, (laughs) I actually... I just have a whole article pulled up of all the things that were announced by Kevin Feige during the Marvel Comic-Con panel because
0: (laughs) they were like, we're going to show DC the fuck up. We're going to just bring them out and drag them across the floor.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and here's some tea because there were some trademark leaks for um, I believe it was five MCU titles that happened before Comic-Con. And Mm -hmm. I have a very strong hunch that most, if not all of those were going to be saved for D23. For those of you who don't know, D23 is a Disney specific like convention that's happening. Uh, I think like the first, it's the first week of September somewhere in there. Yeah, And um, it's all Disney news. So like Disney animation, Disney studios, Marvel, Star Wars. And so I think they were saving stuff for that.
0: Well, now and, at this point, I can't imagine what they have left to say at D23. <laughs> oh,
1: well, okay. I was going to get to this in a minute, but like when, when it comes specifically to phase six, like the graphic they put up, there are dates with no titles. So right. I think that they're probably still going to announce more. They have That's to announce right. something at That's D23. Right. I forgot But about I, that. I have a suspicion that like the Avengers movies, they weren't supposed to be announced during Comic-Con, but they, their hand was forced. Yeah. But whatever. So I <laughs> they, whole- they handled it pretty well. They did. I mean, Kevin is so good at these like He's, reveals. Yeah. He um, knows his shit, and I'm he, he knows how to do a reveal. <laughs> he does, and I'm impressed because, as we both have talked about, I've talked about on this podcast. Like, I've been kind of losing steam with MCU as of late because their projects aren't like hidden, uh, and there seems to be a lack of direction. And I think that the Disney Plus shows are a little bit underwhelming. Um, mm-hmm. So this kind of like drums up the excitement again and I think he realized that like he realized okay we need to lay out a clear picture of what this is building towards like what is the next Avengers project because it gives us perspective and now I'm like okay let's do this yeah and I'm really excited yeah so I have this whole article pulled up of everything that was announced okay down so on mute so you can do your thing Oh, well, I want you to be able to give commentary, especially with the second oh. thing I'm going to talk about. Okay. <laughs> so the first thing is She-Hulk is coming. That's the next project. Comes mm-hmm. August, or It starts August 17th on Disney Plus, and they showed another trailer for that. I don't know if you watched it, but I think the CGI did is actually. looking considerably it better. It looks a
0: little better. It's, uh, um, I don't know. I mean, I, it I, I won't, I won't go into it. It, de- it definitely looks a lot better than the first trailer they released. But to me, it just, it. I don't know though because part of me is like there's probably no way they could have done that in an affordable way like for a tv show budget with like makeup or anything like that and then just like minimal cgi
1: but also i'm just like "Mm -hmm. it looks so bad it does i will be watching it
0: um it does it actually looks kind of it looks really fun it looks it looks good
1: it does today the only mcu show i've not finished is moon Knight because i thought that got very boring oh i still Uh, finished it and even, oh, even to- Miss Marvel, I think the the last two episodes of Miss Marvel are really weak, but I still finished it. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see where the show lands, but I will watch it. Now, uh, we finally got our first trailer for Black Panther Wakanda Forever. And in fact, it was fun because uh, Ely and I were at Nick's place with Nick's friend Brendan Saturday night uh, having I think a we game them. night.
0: We probably I, scared him.
1: Yeah, it was it was <laughs> Brendan's first time meeting Ely. And I think he got a little scared because we knew- We were hollering. Well, we knew that like the MCU um, Comic Con panel was happening while we were there. And we were like, mm-hmm. okay, you could literally bet money that there will be a black panther trailer so we knew it was coming and we're like refreshing our pages and when it finally came we were like we need to fucking watch this we were like put that shit on
0: now (laughs) we scrambled to get it on the tv we
1: really did we scrambled uh and
0: it wasn't even on youtube yeah we kept refreshing until it came
1: up yeah remember i think it was it was recently it was either last week or the week before that i said that i might not see wakanda forever opening weekend because of my like waning interest in mcu yeah i'm yeah, gonna fucking change that, that. Um, Yeah, because you're this crazy, trailer bro. was amazing
0: popped off trailer dare i say one one of if not the best like first trailer that i have seen in at in a really long time
1: it is it's definitely it's definitely up there in the top like five marvel trailers like it's up there with the um the first teaser for thor ragnarok which like blasted uh what was it, immigrant song
0: i didn't really get to like be a part of that stuff like i don't really remember any of that so i would love to hear you what what else is in your top five if you got it
1: oh my god okay well the thor ragnarok teaser is like in my brain because just the song they used was perfect um, the for the title reveal for Avengers Endgame, because they dropped the first trailer. We didn't know what the title was. And when the title came up at the end, that was a moment.
0: Did you know there was going to be two Avengers movies like back to back?
1: Yeah, they announced that beforehand. Okay. Um, yeah, uh the No Way Home trailer.
0: Well, that that I was a part of. Yeah, that but was this exciting. Is,
1: this is up there. Like, I I'm just really impressed because one of the frustrations I expressed, particularly with Thor, is I was like, it just feels like the mcu is lacking some stakes like they want to have stakes but it's very self-contained and then wakanda forever just comes in with this teaser and it's just the right balance of like serious but also there's still color in this world uh i don't i don't mean like the the black people in the color I mean, like, you I meant, said
0: color
1: meant like, did the, you guys hear the, that? Oh my God. <laughs> I meant like the image is actually vibrant. No, I will um, say
0: Wakanda is one of my like just favorite places in the MCU because of the way they have designed it. It's so stunning. It's incredible.
1: Yeah. And the music. Oh There's a reason God. why they released the music for the trailer. Uh... <laughs> it was like a cover. Why don't you talk about it?
0: Oh, cause I'm black. I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> no, because you are the one that told me that they released it on Spotify and you clearly listened kidding, to it. It was on your Instagram story.
0: <laughs> just fucking with you. Jesus. Um, yeah. So they did this incredible mashup of Bob Marley's, uh, no woman, no cry, but it was like a cover by Thames. And then they mashed it up with, um, all right by Kendrick Lamar. Oh my God. I will literally just watch the trailer over and over again. So I could hear the way that no woman, no cry turns into, we gon' be all right. It's like, Oh, I just love the black Panther. Anything. I love what black Panther is doing because they, what they really do very well is like take elements of film that everybody loves, like the music, the visual effects, and they just like make it just black as fuck. And it's amazing. (laughs) Oh, I loved it. Yeah, sorry. I just, I watched this trailer so many times now, like, I'll just be laying in bed and I'm like, I could watch the Black Panther trailer again. It's great. Run that shit back, you know?
1: Standout moments. First of all, I continue to love the direction they're taking Namor in, because they went from, like, this, like, Anglo guy from the comics (laughs) to, and Ryan Kluger was like, you know, the Atlanteans should be, like, Mayans, basically. Right. And so, when Namor comes down with, like, that Crazy headdress on underwater. I was like, he looks dope yeah. and like intimidating.
0: The underwater stuff looks so good looks too. Good. Like you kind of think because you know it's all like CGI, but it yeah. looks so good. Like especially compared to like the critiques people had with the first Black Panther movie and how people were like, oh, the CGI is not it. Like they stepped it up.
1: They did, yeah. The the CGI. I feel like objectively, the CGI and the first Black Panther, especially at the end, is not great. Um, but definitely stepped it up. Uh. Why did I just completely forget her name? Angela Bassett. Her line that she has at towards the end of the trailer was I, that's intense. that's when I
0: start crying. <laughs> that's when the tears start yeah. coming.
1: <laughs> my favorite part though is is like so like the music is is building. Of course, you get shots of uh, Riri Williams, who's going to be Ironheart, Riri and all these exciting things.
0: Oh my god! And then
1: the last shot of the trailer when we see the Black Panther claw, the music just like fades out for a second. I was like. This is a it's a great trailer. It's a
0: great guys. trailer, yeah. And that's the best part is it's only a teaser. It's so like we're only gonna get more.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I think the the cool thing about it is that see, and I I don't know if like Kevin Feige is involved with the trailers. I'm sure he isn't in, in some way, shape, or form. But I think he and Ryan Coogler they knew that like with all the craziness surrounding this movie, like with Letitia Wright being an asshole and of course, Chadwick <laughs> Boseman's death, they knew that they needed something they, like this yeah. to just like drop a bomb and make everyone forget about those stuff. Well, not and, forget about Chadwick because he's his but, passing is obviously a part of it.
0: Right, but that was the thing too. People were like, they were very smart to use this specific Bob Marley song because, um, and there's a lot of like, there's a TikTok um, creators that have explained this way better than I can, but like, in Jamaica, like in the Jamaican slang, like no woman, no cry. It it means like, no, like don't cry. Like it's okay. Things are going to be okay. And so then when they change, so we going to be all right. And it's like, mm-hmm. that's the message they're trying to send. Is that like, yes, this movie has, and we've joked about it. Like this movie's cursed. Like, yes, this, this production has just gone through some shit, but like, it's going to be all right. Like, this is still going to be amazing. This is still going to yeah. be the story that we love. Like, it's still going to be really good.
1: Yeah. Like so I that com- was
0: very a really good choice.
1: I completely forgot about the whole Latisha Wright issues. When oh, I was me too.
0: It. I saw Sherry and I was like. Ah. <laughs>
1: So, yes, like I said, take back what I said. Uh, We will be seeing this Thursday at night. Opening
0: Opening. motherfucking night. My ass is going to (laughs) be slanted in that seat. I don't care what I got to do. Who, (laughs) how many many elbows I got to (laughs) throw. I'll stay up till 3 a.m. again to get tickets. I'll do a Spider-Man No Way Home refreshing until I die. (laughs)
1: Let's hope it's not like that again, because that was chaotic. And Nick got mad at me that night uh, (laughs) for making him stay up. But um. uh, I had to have an extra set of hands to refresh, you know, Well, um, hey,
0: now I live in close proximity. Goodness. We can be there together. Refreshing. That's true. Both, but it's we have gonna multiple be, devices.
1: Oh my God. You're so right. It's going to be dope. And I know you're going to cry a lot. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm going
0: to bring, I have to, I'm going to have to bring tissues. Like, I have to, <laughs> I I literally can't imagine just wiping my tears away. Like with my teeth, <laughs> like that's not going to work. <laughs> I've yes. cried at every single Marvel
1: release <laughs> thus
0: far. Y'all already know I'm crying at this one.
1: Well, you're I not cried at, cry at the trailer. At, you're not going to cry at Thor whenever you watch that. Just putting it out there.
0: I might. I don't know. Hey, uh, I cried at fucking Black Widow, Shang-Chi. I cried at, li- like, you'd be surprised. <laughs> I'd be crying, Okay. <laughs>
1: Okay, anyway, let's move on. That's that's enough on Black Panther. And Black Panther also closes out phase four. So phase four is done this year, which yeah, I think was I also. I didn't cool realize. Reveal. I
0: thought, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I, I was shocked.
1: That was cool. And so phase five is starting with Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania. Apparently, they showed some footage for that. Oh my God. Have you seen it? Like the recordings. <laughs> no, I haven't actually. I was interested in seeing because there's a shot of Modoc at the end. Apparently. I'm sure you
0: can definitely look it up. People were re- secretly recording and Jonathan Majors. I can't wait to see him. Does
1: it look good? I need to find this footage. Well,
0: here's the thing. So basically, Jonathan Major says to Ant-Man, he's like, are you an Avenger? Have I killed you before? And um, then Ant-Man's like, I am an Avenger. And then Jonathan Major says like super chillingly, he says, I'm a conqueror. And it's like, oh
1: he's such a good actor a great choice for king
0: i can't fucking
1: wait wait but modoc what is did you see modoc that's what i'm interested in i didn't see all that sorry okay well i want to know about modoc so i'm going to look up that footage but anyway uh the disney plus show secret invasion is also coming next year apparently they're saying it's like gonna get me serious like winter soldier i'm fine with that i'm not really excited about this one Um, I we'll just wait said, for a trailer. We'll yeah,
0: a trailer. I didn't really like the scroll thing and Captain Marvel. And then I was kind of irritated that it came up in uh, uh, Far From Home. And so yeah. I'm just
1: kind of like, mm-hmm.
0: but you we'll, also, see- I'm, you know, I'm keep, open oh, mind. Oh, my. I'm excited to see Samuel L. Jackson again.
1: Olivia <laughs> Coleman is in it. Oh, love her. I'll watch anything we she does. Lo- right. <laughs> you, I know you love That
0: is your girl.
1: <laughs> I love her. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy 3 is the film to kick off the summer next year as we knew they showed some footage from that apparently multiple guardians are dying in this one and another thing i thought was funny is that in order to prevent leaks of who was dying is that they filmed scenes of every single one of the guardians dying
0: they RuPaul paul drag race they it? did yes oh so that the, the God. cast
1: doesn't even know who's actually dying wow i hope it's chris pratt um <laughs> <laughs>
0: actually that's smart because now they it could be anybody right like yes some chris pratt does some shit again they can be like put that clip in
1: that is so funny okay james gunn i swear to fucking god if you kill rocket raccoon i will never forgive you i will cry a lot after
0: we got to see like a tender rocket in infinity war in endgame like i'm like protect him at all costs because i feel like before he was like an asshole and it was funny but now I'm like he has a heart. <laughs>
1: I know. <laughs> okay. Anyway, Echo Show is coming. Loki season two is coming. That's all next year. Blade is coming. That's November next year. That I am excited about. Nothing new there. Ironheart is coming. Uh, fall of next year, as we said, Riri Williams uh, will be making her debut in Wakanda Forever, and she looks cool. She's played by Dominique Thorne uh agatha is the agatha show is now called coven of chaos which i they
0: keep changing it they need to calm down
1: pick a pick the alliteration pick a know. lane is it well, Hark- Hark- the or what
0: <laughs> here's the thing too they only like put this show in the running in like in the lineup because everybody loved her character so much and so it's like hmm. i mean i'm excited because i also like love this character but i'm like I, I think people liked it so much because of like the context that she was brought in like you know the one We were in the Wandavision bubble. Yeah. So like if you take that out, is it still going to be good? I don't know.
1: Yeah, I know what you mean. Who knows? Uh, a new Daredevil uh, show that was is coming. A big
0: deal. Eighteen episodes.
1: That's too much. <laughs> <laughs> the Netflix show seasons weren't even that long.
0: No, they. No, I think that's like Kevin Feige was like eighteen episodes. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> no. So apparently, so Charlie Cox is coming back. He's actually going to be in She-Hulk. He was in No Way Home. And of he's going to be
0: in the Spider-Man show, the animated one.
1: Oh yeah, yes. Which, but Charlie Cox is back. Thoughts on? Oh, I don't know if, if I'm going to talking about that. they can bring him back,
0: that. why can't they bring Tom Holland back? That's just all I have to say.
1: Because money, girl. Um. Anyway, this is a continuation of the Netflix show that ended after three seasons. I probably won't be watching this just because I did not watch the Netflix show. Oh, uh, um, so watch it. <laughs> well, why would I watch if it's a continuation of a show I haven't watched?
0: No, I'm saying watch the sh- the Netflix show. <laughs> have
1: you watched it?
0: no but i want to i know it's nasty
1: well that's the thing that's interesting to me is that uh, from what i know of the born again storyline is that it gets kind of dark and there's like prostitutes involved and shit are they really going to do that on disney plus
0: it's literally on disney plus
1: (laughs) no i know but like are they really going to do the storyline justice they
0: probably won't do it as dark but i don't know yeah i guess i don't know i'm
1: skeptical we'll see uh, they made a big deal last week about how both Logan and Deadpool were finally on the oh service, which is their first rated R films.
0: The moms were pissed, as if they can't just tell their kids don't watch that.
1: Well, they have parental controls now, so I think that's why they're finally doing stuff like that, because um, you right, can control it now.
0: The moms are acting like those are like it's Disney's responsibility to keep yeah. their kids in in the in uh, sheltered, when shut it's up. really moms. not. Yeah, moms, shut up.
1: um captain america we got a title for captain america for new world order which is coming may 2024 and of course sam wilson is now captain america played by anthony mackie
0: which well i feel like that's a long time to go without seeing sam uh sam wilson so he better make an appearance somewhere else
1: yeah that would be like three years yeah yeah Yeah. but i'm excited for that um i like the director they got for that the director he did this film called loose which i think was very good um l-u-c-e
0: oh i was like loose l-o-o-s-e no
1: (laughs) uh thunderbolts is a film coming in july of 2024 that means we finally get to fucking see julia louis dreyfus again
0: i know you're that's that's your other girl
1: yeah, I love her.
0: I will still never forget when they made the reveal in Captain America. Oh, my God. Soldier, and you told me something was coming. Because I, I, you were like, I heard there's like a cameo. Like, I don't because <laughs> you, you were not into the show at all. And then I saw who it was. And I was like, ah. I, know, I could not wait for you to see. It. I was like, Zach is going to shit. His- <laughs>
1: yeah, I remember I watched that at mom's house and I yelled when it happened. And she ran into the front room and she was like, what?
0: Because <laughs> we had like no idea that she was even going to be in the MCU. Yeah. No, like that was just, they really, I feel like they can't really do shit like that anymore on us. Like we're too sneaky, but that was, they really pulled that off.
1: Yeah. So that closes off phase five, apparently. So here's where we get into phase six, where there's only um, three titles announced. And this is where I think D23, they're definitely going to announce more and fill up the rest. Maybe not the rest, but more of this graphic. Cause there's literally holes where like they have dates, but there's no titles. So We have Fantastic Four, which is November 2024. Uh, A lot of people are saying that they will be announcing casting at D23, which I hope they do because I just really need to know at this point. I need to know know who the whole team is.
0: Yeah, we were saying we were hoping we would get that at Comic-Con, but I'll settle for D23 if they actually do it.
1: Yeah, it's only a month and change away, so we'll see. Yeah, That's coming, and then, of course, the reveal, and this was part of the trademark leak, but there are More Avengers films coming, finally. There's two coming in 2025, one in May, one in November. So they're even shorter span of time apart than uh, Infinity War and Endgame. So the first one is Avengers The Kang Dynasty. Of course, Kang the Conqueror, played by Jonathan Majors, will be factoring into this. And then the second one is Secret Wars um I'm not sure what they're going to do for the King Dynasty, but I am familiar with the Secret Wars comic arc. Yeah. And let's just say it involves a lot of fighting. So
0: I love fighting. Oh. Yeah. So I will say, too, when people were kind of like speculating, you know, doing the whole where's this going, where's this going, where's this going, the two things that we know first that we like all, when I say we as in like the internet, that we mm. really wanted to see that we felt like it was going to was Secret Wars and Thunderbolts. So I'm glad that they kind of just got that out of the way and told us about it. So now we kind of feel a little satisfied.
1: Yeah. And and they did reveal that um the the name for this like saga is called the multiverse saga, you know, just like how we had the infinity saga. So that's interesting. I definitely think Kevin was like he, he heard what's going on in the internet, people being like, okay, yeah. where the fuck is this going? Right. Um, I he will didn't say like
0: people dragging his name.
1: Yeah, I will say there's two things that are really sticking out to me as missing. Um, I'm not including X-Men as one of those two things, because even though we know they're coming because they own them now, I didn't think that the expectation was there for it to be anytime soon. But the two things for me, like Young Avengers, where are they? Because- right. Well,
0: that's the thing I'm thinking is Avengers, D23. Young Avengers. Oh, that's what that's what see. That's where my mind went, because I'm like, there's no way it's not going to be. It has to be. Like who Maybe. the fuck else is it going to be, right?
1: See, I was thinking that might be one of the slots they'll announce for phase six at D23 because that has to be Let's coming. See. They've been setting it up, oh, of course. Totally. We have almost all of them now. And we're going to have Cassie no, Lang in February. with. Right. Quantum so
0: Media. I feel like when they say Avengers, you know, whatever, I feel like to, to me, that's going to have to be Young Avengers because it's not going to be any mm. of the old people, really. I mean, I don't know.
1: We shall see. But also uh, Deadpool 3 which they were announced that they You're were right. working on. That wasn't announced. I wonder what's good with that. I really wonder what's good with that because are they really going to make it rated R? I, I want to know.
0: They said they would, and we will hold them to that.
1: Yeah.
0: I want but... F-bombs. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. So thank you for listening to all that. That brings us to the end of the Comic-Con news. And I do have one more thing I want to touch on for entertainment. So, Kiki Palmer, we love her, right? Hot off the presses because of Nope that just opened this past weekend. So, there was a viral tweet on Saturday that uh, claims there was a perceived difference in the mainstream popularity between Kiki Palmer and Zendaya, uh, and how it's, quote, one of the clearest examples of how colorism plays out in Hollywood. And it was a whole tweet thread, and it pointed out how they were both child stars and, um, you know, how they're trying to grow off of that. But a lot of people are describing Kiki Palmer's role in Nope as a quote breakout role, even though she's been around for so long. And I think that the tweet thread like made points like, yes, duh, there's colorism in Hollywood, like, duh, you know, points be made there. But the real story here is what Kiki tweeted back in reply to this, which I think is so funny and great. She said,
0: oh, I love her on Twitter. She's funny as fuck. And she speaks (laughs) the
1: truth. Oh, go ahead. Have you seen the street? I've seen, I saw it in
0: real time, baby.
1: She said, a great example of colorism is to believe I can be compared to anyone. I'm the youngest talk show host ever. The first black woman to star in her own show on Nickelodeon and the youngest and first black Cinderella on Broadway. I'm an incomparable talent, baby. This is Kiki Palmer.
0: (laughs) The only thing that I wish I could have gotten from that statement is to actually hear her say all that. (laughs) But (laughs) she's right though, she's right. And that's why I was like a little surprised even too, that people were even really comparing her to Zendaya because I mean, Zendaya is awesome. Don't get me wrong, but like they're on two different paths. So it just yeah, really makes sense to me. Yeah. Like yeah. why do we always have to compare black women? Like, can't they just exist?
1: Yeah. And for those of you wondering, I'm going to sneak in a very brief stealth double media moment because I did see Nope. Nope. Is not my media moment this week because I was disappointed and I just, thought it was a little bit too long and it wasn't really saying much and uh, just felt like kind of base level. But I did want to say Kiki Palmer runs away with this movie and she's the best part of it. She's so fucking funny, um, but also handles the dramatic bits really well. So I think give Kiki Palmer more film roles. She deserves them. She killed it.
0: Um, And for everybody that's listening to this and is like, oh, hmm. Um, I will be seeing this movie hopefully soon. And so I I can provide a black person's perspective as to whether (laughs) this movie is actually, oh, just okay or not. So I'll, I'll come back with updates.
1: I think it had, it's hard to talk about it without like, it's not like a spoiler spoiler movie, but there's the things that I did like about it are like surprises that I don't want to spoil. So the, I just yeah
0: don't spoil it.
1: I won't. But I just when thought, I see like,
0: it. I'll give my feedback.
1: I just think that like Get Out and Us are so like rife with meaning and they're just so like tight and well constructed. And I just felt like compared to those movies, this film felt a little aimless compared to those. And it didn't really get going until like three quarters of the way through it. That's what I think. That's just me. That's just me. Interesting. Which is why it's not my media moment because I watched something better that I'll be talking about.
0: We're not there yet.
1: We're so. not. It's pop culture time though. Finally. Finally. Damn. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Okay. This is
0: something I'm going to start off with that made me laugh last night at like 1am when I was, I always, I feel like I always find myself on Twitter. Like really. a.m.
1: Yeah.
0: To like see what's trending. And. It was announced yesterday that Klondike is discontinuing the Choco Taco and Twitter's been reacting and I just I put just a couple of tweets here that I that made me lol But the one that actually did make me LOL um, quite a bit was this CNN one like they made a whole graphic. They put R.I.P. Choco Taco, (laughs) the beloved Klondike product packaged ice cream in a taco shaped cone has been discontinued. (laughs) And so now I think naturally we're just going to see like people selling this shit on the Internet, even though it's literally ice cream. I don't know how they're (laughs) going to pull that off, but I feel like it's already starting. And then the other tweet is like a video of a bunch of ice cream trucks. And somebody was like, wow, this like funeral procession for for the Choco
1: Taco. (laughs) That's Um, funny.
0: But yeah, honestly, if you want to laugh, like just type in Choco Taco on Twitter and like just look at what everybody's been saying, because it is kind of funny.
1: Why did they discontinue it?
0: Because they're hating us bitches. Honestly, I feel like this is a marketing ploy. Like the same, like it's getting oh. tired, like people canceling shit and then bringing it back. Like, okay, I, oh. I literally see what you're doing. The like Mexican the Taco pizza, Bell. Yeah. Yeah. And when they brought it back, people went nuts. And so I feel like Klondike is going to do this again. Because I feel like the thing is that people have been saying on Twitter is that like, they're like, oh man, like I haven't had one of those in so long, but I love them and now I'm sad that they're gone. So it's like, I feel like they need to get a, they cancel it like to get a feel for like, how much it's really beloved and then like once people like make a stink about it then they'll be like look who's back (laughs) and then it'll come back so honestly don't get your panties in a bunch it'll most likely be back in like a year and a half okay now this is something i added last minute as fuck because i just like he just did this Mm -hmm. but barack obama has released his much anticipated 2022 summer playlist and honestly i don't know who told him to do this or like why he does this every year but i live for his playlists <laughs> because it's so <laughs> funny like if you think about it he's like how old is he is he the same age as my dad is he in his 60s uh
1: he's a little he's, younger i think he's late 50s yeah
0: he's in his late 50s and like to <laughs> see the stuff that he'd be listening to i'm like barack okay we're like let's go through this Wait, honestly nick
1: actually asked me earlier when we were talking about this he was like do you think he actually listens to this or do you think it's curated I hope he does. no i, like I think it's think one he does no it's 100 curated are you okay kidding me? don't
0: burst my bubble like that i like to think that barack obama is listening to beyonce is listening to maggie rogers he seems like he would like maggie rogers
1: i am more inclined to believe his like he does film lists like best films. I believe those, but the music you're canceled, you're canceled.
0: Um, okay. Anyway, now that Zach has crushed my hopes and dreams. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) Some highlights. Um, music for a sushi restaurant is on here by Harry styles. I did scream (laughs) um also a song by the artist dochi is on here which i also think is hilarious again i think that barack obama personally is a dochi fan (laughs) um and he has again maggie rogers rosalia um drake (laughs) some of these are kind of funny um, Kendrick Lamar, he does have Omar Apollo. Yeah, I was a I was, fan. I was
1: gonna say he put Omar Obama Apollo on there.
0: is a fan, but I will say something that shook me to my core was that there was no Dua Lipa on this playlist.
1: <laughs> Why? You think Barack was hard for Dua? You think Barack
0: Obama wouldn't have a Dua Lipa summer song on his playlist? I don't
1: know. Like, oh what would God. it be? Sweetest Pie or something?
0: Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Ask Barack. <laughs> uh,
1: there's also Casey Musgraves on there.
0: I write yeah. PC too. Keep he, looking out. I'm telling you, Barack knows what he's doing.
1: Yeah. I I'm just like, obviously, I'm in I'm an Omar stan. So I'm, I'm so right happy for right. him that he got the Obama shout out. Uh, that's not the song I would have picked, but well, or, Barack
0: picked it. So. He
1: did, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he did. That is the song so, with the Milwaukee reference in it, actually. That's what
0: I thought. I remember oh, mm-hmm. I remember you talking to me about that. Um, so sound off in the comments below. Are you team, uh, Barack or team, uh, team cur- curation? Cause I personally am team Barack, nah, but it seems cur- like Zach is uh, on team curation. So we'll, yeah, we'll, it's curated.
1: We'll and I bet like whichever intern okay. or assistant is doing it, they talk with his daughters and that's where a lot of the music comes from.
0: No, you're completely wrong. Barack Obama mm. has a Spotify playlist and this is what's on it. Okay. Okay anyway <laughs> my next thing I just wrote Ben Affleck can't catch a break because I think it's so fucking funny how the internet loves to just like find him at his absolute worst what happened and take pictures of him so basically he was on you know he's just trying to enjoy his honeymoon right he just got married he's like living his life and he was on a boat with his new wife and he fell asleep and the pop pa- the pap's <laughs> Took pictures of his ass completely knocked out in true dad (laughs) fashion, might I add? Like he's literally slumped in just like a chair with his feet up and his head back. And it's like, of course, we've all seen our dad fall asleep like this. And so I just think it's funny because I don't know if you know that's like a Thing where like every time people take paparazzi pictures of Ben Affleck, he's like dropping something or he's like spilling his <laughs> Dunkin' Donuts all over himself oh, or he's like guy. sad or like crying. Or uh, damn. So I'm just like this poor guy can't even enjoy his new blissful marriage without the paparazzi snapping a bad picture. <laughs> that so does suck. I
1: cute. will be Googling it though after this. Oh, you can just <laughs> click
0: on the link that I, I have on here. I have it right here for you.
1: Oh my god! Thank you. How resourceful! I'm gonna click on it right now and take a look. It's loading. I I, I try. It's still loading. (laughs) This is a high quality image too.
0: They zoomed the fuck (laughs) in. Yeah, they really did.
1: (laughs) He's gonna get fly stuck in there. (laughs) They got
0: his ass. Yeah, and J Lo is like nowhere to be found in the picture. She's probably just like, let me let my man take his nap. Yep. But that's so funny. All right. Now, the next story is something that is unconfirmed, but um, it's mm. one of those things where it's like, you know, you you, you kind of know who it's about. So I'm going to read this email that I saw on Demois recently that I think is very interesting. And most people would agree is about uh, Ryan Gosling and Eva Mendez. And I'm like. This is some tea because, you know, they're like a couple that's like very, very private, like they're a couple you forget that they're married and have kids and like, yes, I don't even think Ava Mendes acts anymore because she's like, oh, I'm a mom, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> and so <laughs> this is just so interesting. OK, you ready? Yeah. So somebody sent in my childhood friend works very closely with the family of an A-list actor and his B-list actress partner. Cannot Not say B-list. which of them they work for specifically to protect their identity. The T is simple, a dwindling relationship that has spanned for more than a decade where only one side is still committed while the other side is basically in it for the kids. There is talk of huge fights about how to bring up the kids. Apparently, the kids didn't know how to communicate with their father or his family up until right before the pandemic because they only spoke Spanish. Mm. How much one person works and for how long. And then there's the jealousy streak. One side has basically alienated the other from being close to their fans, coworkers, friends, and even family. It's all one sided, and the actor has quite about had it. There's been fights about when a wedding will happen, and he has basically made it set in stone that he has only felt the need to get married once in his life, and that's it. But wait, there's more. The actress goes through all of his scripts and tells him which ones he can get and which ones he can't get. And when he shows restraint, she uses the kids against him. My friend says what started as a dream job has quite literally become a headache. And they are basically looking for a way out. Anon, please. So basically people are thinking that Ava Mendez is like super toxic and controlling which is very interesting. And people think that it's actually them because in interviews, Ryan Gosling has like said, like he made a joke that he had to get his wife's permission to be in the Barbie movie. But now we're like, was it a joke?
1: (laughs) That's interesting, actually. Especially since you're right, she doesn't act a lot.
0: Right. And it's also interesting to me that um, his kids didn't speak English until recently. Does he speak Spanish?
1: Yeah, maybe, like, or does he not talk to his kids? He's just like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wow, another mm-hmm. one to demois. Yeah, in that that's, tea.
0: that's a toughie right there. But of course, you know, <laughs> it's a blind a item, so we don't know for sure who it's about. But I feel like. And bless Demois for making this separate Instagram page where they post all of their blind items and then let people speculate in the comments. Because before they would only post them on their story, and then it's like we as fans can't talk about it. So now there's like space for us to talk about it.
1: Not and a space. me,
0: <laughs> me a dumb bitch, I really appreciate it because sometimes I'll be like who is this about? And then people in the comments be like, Oh, it's obviously about this person. And I'm like, you're right. It is. So like, I feel like I need to see what other people are thinking so then I can like gaslight myself into being like, that's right. I totally knew that. So I really appreciate this new like separate page that they have just for the blind items because it's really really fun. Um, Wow. Yeah. So that's, what's happening. Um, We'll see if they break up. Who knows? But you know I love celebrity tea, which is yep. why we talk about pop culture. So,
1: yeah. Wow, All is it right. media moment time then?
0: I think it is.
1: It's time for the media moment.
0: Finally, this is going to be a long one, you guys. If you, if you, you know, you got to this point in the episode and you weren't like, whoo, this is a long one." Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs>
1: Okay, so as excited as I am for your media moment, because I know what it is, I am going first. So you guys, I consumed a shit ton of media since we last recorded. As you know, yeah. I watched Nope, which I already briefly talked about. Mm-hmm. I saw this documentary last night called Fire of Love, which oh, was wow. great. Um, it was about like a, a volcanologist couple. They're both volcanologists and they- What
0: is a volcanologist?
1: study volcanoes
0: oh and
1: so it was a a french couple and they were active in between the late 60s and the early 90s before they died together in an eruption
0: no Um, way they they
1: took a shit ton of archival footage and photos so this documentary is just compiling all that lost footage and telling their story and i thought it was great but i did not want to talk about that i also actually (laughs) watched fire island finally
0: Oh, you did? Did you hate it?
1: Uh, I had about the opinions I expected based on the feedback I gave when you talked about it. I just thought it was like mediocre. Well,
0: yeah. I mean, it's not an Oscar winner.
1: I will say I did think it was really fucking funny. The joke about gays getting super into heads up. That was funny. (laughs) That shit made me laugh. Um, Yeah. But the thing I wanted to talk about is Mm. actually a film I watched on Prime because it dropped on Amazon Prime on Friday called Anything's Possible, which is a horrible title.
0: Anything's Um, possible. But it's actually
1: Billy Porter's directorial debut. Really? Uh, Yes. He's not in this movie, but he directed it. And it is a teen romance, um, but it's unique in that It Our protagonist is a trans girl, black trans girl named Kelsa, and she forms a romance with a cis guy, cis straight Mm -hmm. guy, and that's just really never existed before.
0: And he's not like a hating ass bitch, like they don't make the trans person's trauma a
1: part of the storyline. I mean, that is part of the storyline, but not like, but not like a
0: big part of the story. It doesn't
1: have anything to do with their bond. Like I like that. It complicates everything around them, but it has nothing to do with their attraction. So this is like textbook where this movie is not perfect, but it's so like easy to love. And I just had a great time watching it. It just made me happy. Um, And Kelsa is such like a winning character. Like she's so easy to root for. And she's a very interesting uh, protagonist for a movie like this, because of course she's trans, but that's not like she's actively like, please like don't talk about like it doesn't matter my transness and Mm -hmm. she's trying to get into college but she doesn't want to talk about her transness in her college essays like at all like she doesn't want to rely on that she just wants to be kelsa and she's actually a really confident young woman which i feel like a lot of these teen romances like they're like meek or like insecure whatever and she's like no (laughs) kelsa is confident she knows she's that um and she knows what she wants So she's so winning. And I love that. And the guy who plays her love interest call, he's also great and like believable. I just felt like almost every character in this movie is believable and well written. And it's just like a nice, it's like a 90 minute, you sit down, there's some funny parts to it. It's heartwarming. Like no one is like evil Um, Of course, there's there's conflict, but there's there's no like evil people that just do unrealistically mean things. It's just like a pleasant watch. And the thing, the two things that really elevated it for me that made me want to talk about it as my media moment is, first of all, for once in this type of movie, they actually make a really mature decision at the end of the movie that is never made in teen romances. And I was like, "Wow, wow, that is refreshing," <laughs> and that scene made me tear up a little bit just because it was it was just well acted and well written.
0: Wow! And
1: number two, I know you you enjoy this woman, and this woman needs to get more movie roles because from what I've seen so far, she's good at it, and she's particularly good at playing moms because uh, Kelsa's mom in this movie, single mom, is played by Renee Elise Goldsberry. Ah! she is so fucking Ugh. good in this movie every scene she's Love so good her. she's um, so stunning she looks her. stunning she's like funny but then there's there's two scenes in particular in this movie where they're actually like dramatic scenes and she's so good there's an argument between them at some point which is like really intense actually and I was like oh my god wait this isn't like a, a typical type of argument we see in these movies between mother and daughter she,
0: she talented ain't she
1: She's so talented. And there's another scene where she's called into like the principal's office and has to like kind of defend Kelsey and She gets all mama bear. Oh, I, I just thought she was great. And of course she was also great as the mom in waves, which we saw together, give her more work.
0: I know. It was
1: great. And uh, Ava Rain is great as Kelsa. It's sad because I don't know how much work she'll get because it's, I can imagine it's hard to be a trans person of color working in Hollywood. Right. Um, but she was great. And like I said, I just thought it was pleasant. And I will, it's like memorable. It's going to stick with me.
0: Wow. Just I'm sweet. glad you enjoyed it. Yeah. I also was looking at the movie post, like looking it up on IMDb as you were speaking. And I love that the movie poster says from the heart and soul of director Billy. Yeah, it
1: was. It's actually the poster (laughs) is bad. It's just literally them on a white background. And then I think the title is bad. You guys, anything's possible. Come on. Does that
0: have anything to do with like.
1: It's it's a call out to a line in the movie. And I just think it would have been, it just sounds so fucking, it sounds like a Christian movie. Anything's possible.
0: It sounds like, a little corny. It
1: would have been better if you just called it like Kelsa or something. I don't know. Oh. Just something that's not anything's possible, but you should still watch it. It's only like wow. an hour and a half. Go watch it. Next.
0: Well, I'm really happy for Renee Elise Goldsberry. I'm really happy for you that you got to see this movie. Mm-hmm. And I'm happy for Billy Porter, I guess.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, good for everyone involved. I never thought I would like, Support Billy Porter because he's fucking annoying. Um, but I mean, <laughs> right, he did this movie, like, so great. And yeah. it's like, here's the thing: he could have. A, a lot of actors turn directors for their first project. They usually put themselves in it, or they, you know what I mean. And he didn't do mm-hmm. that. And I have to like admire that that he used this platform to make a film about a transgender youth.
0: his was annoying ass, and it come like floating down on like a giant bubble and.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> it also takes place in Pittsburgh where he's from so it's kind of like a love oh that's cool Pittsburgh I too. I
0: do like when when actors do that like um like at Quinta Abbott Elementary made it set in Philly because oh, yeah. um, she's in Philadelphia
1: I love that yeah anyway I'm dying for your media moment <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay I feel like I need to provide some backstory okay uh. As y'all know, I recently purchased a Nintendo Switch and I know nothing light, about video. Switch games. Switch Light. Yeah, Zach is very, like, <laughs> very upset about that. Um, which if y'all know, I, I don't know shit about video games. I'm really bad at playing video games. Um, I don't like the pressure of other people relying on me to be good at video games. Um, <laughs> Zach knows I'm crack very easily. <laughs> Um, so I just got it so I could kind of like, you know, beep, boop, bop, you know, do some fun at the end of the day, like the Lego games, play my Lego games. Yeah, the only kind of <laughs> games I'm good at are the Lego games, because the controls are consistent for every single game. The storylines <laughs> that I know, it's fun. It's enjoyable. And the cutscenes are, are so fucking funny. they are They are yeah. so funny. People don't give Lego enough credit because they... Oh my God. It's so funny. So I, I started agree. playing Harry Potter Lego because I got the entire seven part series, like all seven games on sale. Okay, in it's those- just,
1: it's just two games.
0: Okay. But I mean, it's all seven storylines <laughs> Oh yes, yes, yes into yes. two different games. It's yes. like, I think that's a big deal. I mean, I know they released <laughs> those, like two games, but I'm like, shit, I got both of them for eight bucks. A in the- yeah. in the, the Nintendo store. So I started playing through that, but it's been taking me a while because I don't play that often. And low key, it's getting kind of hard. I'm on year five <laughs> and I'm like, this show is hard. And so I, I, I've I been in search of something that's like easy and mindless. <laughs> and so then I was scrolling through TikTok and somebody um, was using the sound from Kim Kardashian's episode of SNL where she goes, "Ew, this is so cringe, guilty. And the girl like... Um, was like the text where she says, ew, this is so cringe was like, oh, a video game about how you can become a world famous fashion designer. And she was like, this is so cringe. And then she goes guilty and puts her like Nintendo Switch in the screen. And so I was like, (laughs) okay, this is a game that I might enjoy and it's available on Switch. So then I looked in the comments to see what the game was. And they were like, it's on sale now for $8 in the Nintendo store. So I was like, shit, I'm gonna buy this. And it's called My Universe Fashion Boutique. (laughs) If you don't know, like, My Universe, they have, like, a bunch of different versions. So they have, like, My Universe Baby, where you can, like, raise babies. They have My Universe, like, different doctors. Like, you can be a veterinarian or, like, an actual, like, human doctor. They have My Universe. Like, they have a bunch of different ones. I I feel like I had something similar to this. It might've been from my universe, but I think I had the baby one when I had a Nintendo DS. So the reason why I wanted to get this game too is because I used to play these like corny ass games when I had a Nintendo (laughs) DS. And so I was like, oh shit, this is going to be fun. So I downloaded um, Fashion Boutique and I started playing (laughs) it last night and I spent hours. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's so easy. It's so fun. So basically your character... Like your character like wants to get into the fashion world. So your aunt, who's like a famous fashion designer, invites you to come work at her shop. And so you start working at their shop and you have to like help customers and the customers will be like, hey, I want something that's like preppy style. And I want it to be in like cotton fabric. And I want it to be the color orange or something like they give you specific criteria. And then you have to either like go through your inventory and find something for them that matches their criteria or you can make something for them. And then- Yeah. And so then when you make something, you, like, as a player, have, like, the freedom to pre- pretty much design any, like, garment that you have unlocked. And you can, like, the more you play, the more different types of garments you can unlock. You can, you get a full color wheel, so you can pick literally any color on the planet. And you get, like, a list of different prints. And, like, you the more you play, the more, like, prints you can unlock and, like, fabrics you can unlock. And so you can make them, like, so many different types of things and you can have fun with it and like i made pretty cute garments okay like my shirt is it's cute i made like a cute little jean skirt that has like a white diamond print on it i made this really cute like orange jacket i've been making some cute shit so and then in order to like make your stuff you have to play like three different little like mini games and oh. it's based on like your i don't really know how to explain it but it's like it's like the little games are just like based on accuracy. Like you, one of them is like, you have to remember like a shape pops up and you have to match the shape and then it like cuts. <laughs> you <know? laughs>
1: You're getting so excited. <laughs> I love it. <laughs>
0: I'm gonna, if you don't think I'm going to play that shit as soon as we're done. recording. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fun. So yeah. And then like the person that asked you for the thing, they like try it on. They're like, okay. <laughs> And so then, like, the more stuff you do, just you keep leveling up. And then, like, that's how you become, like, a reputable fashion designer. So I'm getting there. Um, I'm just – my character just started taking over the shop, running the shop on her own, and she's killing it. Um, yeah, she's doing really good. Um, everything that I make is gorgeous, obviously. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's really fun.
1: <laughs> Wait, when I come see you and hang out with you in a couple of days, I'm, I'm going to need you to show this to me. I'm going to show it to you, yeah. I need a visual reference. It is
0: so funny it's like hilarious but it's so stupid but it's like just the perfect type of game that i like because like i like like animal crossing kind of games where you get like a little island or like a little thing and like you have to you know complete tasks and like keep people alive no
1: violence
0: yeah um yeah and so i like that i used i was just thinking too you remember when they had that they, they still have it the kim kardashian hollywood game yes Oh, my God. If they put that game, if they made that game for Nintendo Switch, I would be on that shit. Okay. I used to play it like crazy in high school. And then my phone broke and it saved like nothing. So then I had to start from the beginning. And that was like the end of it. I was like, I can't. I, can't. I was already like super leveled up. I had a husband. I, had, <laughs> I was the number one most popular celebrity. Oh, wow. I had my own reality oh. show. Like I was on it. My girl. <laughs> she was a bad bitch okay i had a ton of money like i was on it and then my phone (laughs) broke and i lost everything i was like okay that sucks but if they made kim if you're listening you need to make this from multiple platforms because (laughs) i want to play it on switch so bad
1: wait so do you make money in this passion boutique game?
0: yes every time you sell like a piece of your piece of your clothing that you make you make some you make some cash can you you,
1: like upgrade the shop like at, yes
0: like, so like with the money um, that you get that's how you buy like different um like types of garment like I just bought like a dress um like template that you can use and then you can buy different styles yeah different types of stuff
1: I'm looking up I just want to see the visual style of this I'm looking up it's screenshots. not good. <laughs> oh my god the cover look at her <laughs> it's so funny yeah i'll show you oh but I'll it's like 3d you. oh that's cool yeah it's not horrible it's play. not great
0: it's fun you should
1: i want to play is it men and women and everyone in between that comes into your shop
0: um actually no it's only girls wow
1: that's Although okay
0: one wait one of the characters <laughs> that came came in they like all have names and they'll be like hi my name is whatever and then they'll say this is what i'm looking for yeah one of the girls that came in her name was NAUR. So I was like, oh, no. "Arnor."
1: <laughs> oh my god. So, so
0: and I was just like, "Nar."
1: Basically, this place is for girls only.
0: Yeah. Remind me of your gender again? <laughs> That's
1: right.
0: You're a boy. This
1: you can't come into my girls boutique. Only. Yeah, get
0: the fuck out. No men allowed.
1: <laughs> wow, well I'm glad you're enjoying it. I yeah. need to see this in action.
0: Yeah, totally.
1: Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, yeah. I believe this has been a rather long episode, but that's okay. Because we, we have to really like
0: nerd out and stuff. That's what I, that's like what I love the most. Like when we get to talk about stuff that we're passionate
1: about. We so. love nerding out. Wait, mm-hmm. are we, do we have an episode next week? Cause you're going to be traveling.
0: Right. I was actually going to talk to you about that after we <gasps> stopped recording. Um, well,
1: the people got to know, are we going to well, have an episode?
0: I was going to say we could record on Monday.
1: I can't because it's Nick's mom's birthday dinner.
0: Oh well, then we won't have an episode because oh, I can't record. I okay. can't record on Wednesday.
1: <laughs> okay, well, sorry you guys. We will not be having an episode next week. So I guess the long right. length of this compensates for the lack of episode next totally. week.
0: Totally. And you know what they could listen to instead?
1: Old episodes. Oh, the Glee version.
0: Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. Go listen to the Glee version and follow it. I think it's good. I think it's good. And. It's maybe like, I'll, listen I'll listen to it. It's short. Well, the the first one's kind of long because we had to like introduce the podcast. It's like 48 minutes, but I've already edited the second one because we recorded back to back. And the second oh, one's only nice. gonna be like like 40, I think. So
0: wow. It's, it's short. Maybe, maybe I'll listen to it. I'll listen to it.
1: It's short. And we and I we give like a recap. So like even if you're you haven't just watched the show, we give like a basic recap of stuff that's right. happening while we have commentary. So you you're have not completely like segments. Lost. Um Well, so we, we sort of like go through the episode, like the main points, um, Mm -hmm. and, and give our like takes on stuff. And then at the end, we talk about the episode's best musical performance, the episode's worst musical performance, the MVP of the episode and the LVP of the episode and Will Schuster cringe hour, AKA the cringiest thing he did during the
0: episode. Right. Right. Okay. Okay. So yeah, it's good. (laughs) I can't wait
1: for you guys to get to (laughs) like. To get to what?
0: <laughs> to the episode where they drink and the, the Brittany episode when Girl, Will performs yeah. Toxic with them. And the thong, the thong, thong, thong. That <laughs> episode. We
1: were talking about this too. It's like, it kind of stinks because the first season is just like objectively the best. So and
0: insane.
1: It doesn't get like, the cringe parts are balanced out by the funny parts. Because so far it's been like genuinely funny. It's been interesting right. rewatching it because I you guys... I haven't watched it since it was airing because I watched it when it aired on TV. So it's interesting watching it back like 13 years after I've watched these episodes. Yeah. Some of it's still like Sue's, the first line of the whole show is Sue saying like, you think this is hard? Try waterboarding. That's hard. That shit's funny. (laughs) Also,
0: I feel like, the they used the cringe. I feel like it was almost written as like, su- like super satirical, like the for early seasons.
1: Yes. And like the cringe stuff was like earnest. genuinely
0: funny because like you knew that they put that in there because it was cringe. Yeah. Whereas like the other stuff, like it was just like like later on, it was just cringe because it was cringe.
1: Yeah. So and you're like, oh. <laughs> yeah. So I, I was telling Nick, I was like, I feel like it's it's gonna be hard um picking lvps for season one because it's just going to be probably the same rotating like three people like the lvp (laughs) it's going to be will emma and um (laughs) rachel Uh, yeah yeah, but like as we go forward it's going to be so easy picking lvps for each episode um but anyway yeah i think it's good so you guys should go listen (laughs) anyway We should wrap this up. So I guess we'll be we'll be talking to you guys in uh two weeks. Yeah. Sorry, because so I'm pretty sure that like when we came back from our last break, I said we wouldn't be taking another break until our hiatus. But uh um, we
0: really haven't even talked about the timeline of that yet. So we need to do
1: that. Yeah, but it's coming, you guys. I think August will be our last full, okay. Well, not full month because we're taking a little break, but Great. I would say we have probably between three and four episodes left in the tank before a hiatus before yeah. Ely really needs to hunker down and, and work oh on God. getting good people elected <laughs>
0: today. My boss made a comment about that. And I was like, Oh God, she was like, yeah. Um, Like I was talking about how I just feel like I'm so busy right now. Or like, I need to like get X, Y, and Z done. And she was like, um, yeah. Cause like after September girl, like, or she was like in a couple of weeks, like, you know, It's going to be crazy. And I was like, it's going to be worse. (laughs) (laughs) She said that and I was like, because like we have this retreat coming up and like they have really like not talked about like what actually election our expectations are. Like that's going to be one of our retreat sessions is like talking about what the election season expectations are for staff. And we're supposed to allegedly get our assignments, like our placements if we're doing like an embed or something. So, I feel like that I'm just like, okay, I want to know, but they haven't said anything. And then they're going to talk about their treat. So I'm just like, I have no idea what to expect. This is my first time like doing this work at the national level. At the local level, it was like, yeah, I know what I'm going to be doing. I'm going to be calling, texting. I'm going to be walking Mm -hmm. the streets, but like
1: walking the streets (laughs)
0: here. I'm like, what am I? I literally was walking the streets. So here I'm like, (laughs) what am I doing? Cause like, I won't be calling, texting, walking the streets, but am I, I don't know.
1: Well, fingers crossed. I mean, it's better to prep for the worst and then be surprised. Maybe it's not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, we'll anyway, see you guys, we should wrap up. Yeah. But, um, I guess this is our last. Have a good night for two weeks. Have a good night. Have a good night. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.